what up? Welcome everyone. This is the Indie Basketball colon the podcast. Uh, this is where Indie Rock meets the NBA's finest. And today, playing a little ISO ball, we're going one on one. We're talking with Christopher Royal King of This Will Destroy You, dude. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm very good. That's uh, I'm very happy to have you here. Thank you so much for coming on. This will be this will really be interesting. Time. And I'm I'm stoked on it, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've actually done a, a post a while ago for this will destroy you. I don't know if you saw it, where it was this will destroy you, Donis Haslam. Oh no, I, I I missed that. I think I think I had I, I wasn't aware of the podcast until you like hollered at me. Um, I'll yeah. have to I'll have to like scope. Is it Instagram or, or something like that? Yeah, it's also like basically everything for this has been Instagram for like the longest time. And I've only up until now I've started the podcast. I did, this is the second episode of it actually. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to backtrack and find that. That's uh, that's pretty funny. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a fun time, but yeah, so I was saying it's, you know, starting to do this podcast. So it's nice to get into this. Uh, the first episode we did like a, a fantasy draft where we had a bunch of people draft uh, the best NBA player names. And it was, it was a great time. It was really fun. Just like straight up making up the names basically. Okay. Yeah. But like, pretty like good. players that actually existed, like, you know, my, my fourth round pick was ball ball. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, there's some good ones, but uh yeah, big, man. I, uh, like big country. I mean, oh, there's yeah. so many like old school. Remember, remember that guy? He was a number Brian one Reeves, draft, yeah. wasn't he? He yeah, was on the Grizzlies. Right. <laughs> yeah. The Grizzlies. Uh, yep. Back when they were Vancouver. This, um, it, speaking of uh, the Grizzlies, they have the sickest kit. I have the shorts, but um their kids back in the day were like they're the best. I they, think they actually me. right now they have the best alternates because they go to the throwbacks of Vancouver. Go to the throwbacks as well, which um, is something I'm excited about with the Spurs because they're finally doing like the David Robinson kind of like yeah the beat. fiesta. Yeah, I'm I, I'm pretty stoked on that. People have been kind of crying about that for a minute, so for sure. <laughs> So uh, as I mentioned, this is uh, Christopher Royal King. He's of This Will Destroy You. He also makes his own music under Symbol. Um, you're a multi-instrumentalist engineer. You do kind of all that. Um, so we'll, we'll, we're going to definitely talk some hoops, but if you don't mind, let's talk a little music first too. Sure. Yeah, um, of course. So you're, uh, you're a guitarist in This Will Destroy You. And the first thing that I definitely thought of to ask was, You've had a bunch of music in movies, but you were also in Moneyball, which is like, I'm a baseball fan. I'm like a yeah, huge, me. huge baseball fan. And that's like, yeah, I see. Congratulations, by the way. Finally. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, a, you're from Texas, but you're a Dodger fan. I'm, I'm not sure I understand that one. Well, uh, the... Uh, weird thing is like I grew up in San Antonio, which, you know, isn't like the biggest market for sports teams at all but um the dodgers that used to be their like triple a was the uh. San so i like kind of i kind of grew up as that being like my alternate team because i never identified with like the houston astros or anything like that because i like hated the houston rockets so well in retrospect like good <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean you know i was like cool like i get to see like you know semi-pros become pros and stuff right. like that and baseball a lot as a kid so um definitely into like or oral hershizer back in the day and, and all that so um, for sure man valenzuela and all that yeah man that back that 88 team is incredible it's awesome but yeah what, what was it like yeah i guess uh getting your getting your music in moneyball Cause that's, that's, a, uh, that's an impactful moment too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was a big one. Um, I thought the placement was great. Um, thought it was really cool that the um, composer chose to kind of use it as a kind of um, arcing theme throughout the, the film. You know, I, I, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it, the way it was placed is very like cathartic. I, I, I really enjoyed how they uh, placed the song and everything. I thought, I thought the film was great. I mean, really interesting uh, movie. I mean, uh, that, that was kind of Jonah Hill's breakout movie where people like took him seriously after that, you know, totally. like, cause that, it was just like, Oh, it's just a fat kid from super bad. And, <laughs> he's this like power actor you know after that, right so. i think he had that and wolf of wall street like in the same year yeah and then and then that that came and that like really like cemented kind of his place and um he was no longer just a fat kid and <laughs> super bad and um yeah yeah and brad uh brad pitt's uh been great i mean you know he he had us do a little bit of music in uh world war z as well and That's right um, yeah, I mean, that's, Brad Pitt, uh, big fan. What's it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He 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 likes the band and was a proponent for the band, and I, uh, you know, I appreciate him like involving us and stuff. Um, awesome. Yeah, World War Z wasn't. I, I liked. I'm just gonna say I enjoyed Moneyball more as a movie. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I actually like, really liked the World War Z book, and I wish it the movie was a little more like the book. That, that's what I hear from people. Like, it, is it a graphic novel or is it a straight up just it's, read? It's a it's a regular read novel, but it's it's the way they frame it. It's kind of like a, a like a, a scientific research. Like, it's if they made it like a documentary, then that would be uh, it would be really cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They they kind of they kind of went like twenty eight days later meets like Walking Dead, just <laughs> blatant like CGI. <laughs> Throw it on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those, like, you're bored on an airplane movie and I need to follow something. Right. Like yeah, yeah, I don't, for sure. I don't dog the movie too much. It, no, it, it yeah. wasn't. <laughs> for sure. Um, is On that note, I guess, is is scoring a movie something that you would like to do? Um, mo Most definitely. I mean, I think that's kind of... Um, next step of you know kind of what i'm uh what i'm gonna be working on like in the next uh, year and everything um two i have two collab projects uh going on that are coming out next year um i did a record with christopher tigner who's done stuff with the the band in the past uh he used to be in a, a band called slow six and he's a composer and like uh plays violin uh i mean you know he, he he could he's straight up like a classical you know classically trained violinist but uh that project's called disassembler and also made a that's coming out um i think in april and then uh did a record with my friend from uh santiago chile um his name is nico and uh we have um we have a record coming out on a label from Iceland um, that was started by one of the guys from Sigur Rós, and the other oh, guy awesome. is a like I think he's up for an Oscar right now for film scoring. So um, they kind of started out as a licensing scoring company, and then they just started putting out a few releases and everything. Oh, cool. So that's going to kind of be the focus for me is to get get more and more into that realm you know we've the the band the band dipped in a little bit but um mm -hmm. we you know it, it was mostly us scoring you know documentaries and things like that which is cool but you know i'd kind of like to take the step up and and do yeah. some do some michael bay movies you know yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um you guys did also it's kind of adjacent to score but you did vespertine which is high concept LA restaurant, which seems right up your alley. I mean, very, you want to talk about how that came about? Yeah, man. I mean, that was a trip. Um, you know, I, I was a fan of Jordan's before. Um, he had this restaurant in Hollywood, like that was maybe seven years ago, eight years ago. It's called, it's called red medicine. Mm -hmm. And I had never seen food that looked like that. And I was just kind of blown away. I mean, I think 
I think that was a five-star restaurant at the time because up until recently, um, New York would not give any California restaurants Michelin stars. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm from Chicago. They'll hand some out to Chicago because we had, uh, you know, Alinea, like, and that's very, you know, gastro uh, and very sure. high concept stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, Jordan recently got to Michelin stars. So it's uh, congrats to him and hope he can keep the restaurant going. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, we showed up to play a show um, in San Diego at, at the venue, the Caspa. And um, Jordan was just kind of like waiting outside of the venue. And I was like, that's that like chef from TV. Like, what is he doing here? um he like busts out this crazy idea book and he's like hey i want you guys to score this restaurant and it's in this building called that is like designed by this like really renowned architect and um it's like six floors and he had full diagrams and like mm -hmm. it was a full book and i'm just like like well this guy's not crazy because like he ran that red medicine restaurant and that was incredible like is this real like it's also like this the, the sentence alone like he wanted us to score a restaurant it's like what yeah i was just like i mean i was like how do we play <laughs> just really confused by it yeah um that's awesome but kind of once we got to go in the building and like I I ended up kind of after initially meeting Jordan and we we're like, yeah, I mean, we're definitely interested in doing this. This sounds incredible. Um, ended up staying with him and his partner for, for a week up in, uh, he lives in, he was living in like Hollywood Hills at the time. I think his old house was like Elvira's house back, <laughs> back in the, pretty cool. Awesome. <laughs> Um, but stayed with him and they, they kind of like, yeah, him and his partner just kind of like convinced me and my partner that we should just move out there. They're basically just like seducing us and um, pretty, pretty easy to do when you're like getting, when you have a person like that as a tour guide, you're like, oh, wow, this place is. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. That's how I, you know, ended up moving out here. Um, That's awesome, man. Uh, and it's, it's funny, too, because, like, in listening to the tracks, you know, I, there's, like, they're titled, like, you know, building and kitchen. And, like, I would listen to this on kitchen. But yeah. I, would, I wouldn't, I didn't know it was, it was for a restaurant at the time. So, like, looking back, I'm like, oh, this makes sense now. Yeah, you're just like, what this is like the weirdest concept record right. ever. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah. Like, seeing the building, you know, it started to make more and more sense of it. You know, writing it, we all wanted it to be in the same key because at certain parts, all of the tracks connect together. It's really cool sounding. Like, it almost sounds like a giant organ or something. Awesome. It's really cool working on it. Um, man, Jordan has been awesome. Continues to be awesome. I mean, um, I mean, we'll just we'll see. I mean, you know, part <laughs> part two was in the war. You know, it's like everything's yeah, yeah. uncertain. You know, it's a, that that kind of thing. So I mean, gotcha. it's it's definitely it's definitely a possibility that there's going to be a, a follow up to it. So cool, man. Yeah, and and I, also I think he's on scrambling to just like keep the thing open you know which yeah especially he's right doing. now i mean yeah been doing a really great job with like just he he has such a diverse palate as a as a chef like i mean he he really hasn't used like cookbooks a lot and yeah. like you know he's originally from like savannah georgia so he's been making like southern like comfort food he's been mm -hmm. he's even so he's been doing like cuban food as well and it's been all over the place and so yeah. he's he's hungry. stayed busy <laughs> yeah no i man 
I just dream about eating his food. It's just so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sweet. Um, so in addition to that, you do your own, you're doing some solo work under Symbol and you had, you put out an album earlier this year, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still doing some Symbol stuff. I have a couple uh, release, like a tape and a seven inch coming out. Um, the label in LA next year as well for Symbol. And then the the newer stuff I'm doing, I'm just using my, my name um, mm. just to kind of, just kind of bridge into the scoring world a little yeah. more and kind of uh, dip my dip my toes in. Dude, I mean, it, it, it's totally in the realm of possibility because like you've seen, I've obviously seen like recent years, you know, Johan Johansson had, you know, yeah. several movies I mean, done and people go from the ambient world into and the like kind of instrumental stuff into movies like all the time. I mean, I mean he, Yonji did several scored. things. Yeah, I mean, with Johan, it's just like, I, I can't believe they rejected his Blade Runner score and hired fuck them or that was like that almost like just ruined that movie for me. I hated the score. It was oh, it really? was I felt like it was disrespectful to like to like Bangelis and also that like Joan Johannesson from what from what I hear, like Alti, the guy that runs the that Icelandic label that I'm doing work with, he actually has a copy of the like Johannesson um, oh, Blade Runner score projected, and I want to hear it so bad because like uh, I know they that's some said, black market stuff. Yeah, too too experimental and too man. I was just like I would have loved to have seen something more challenging like that than just yeah. like her making like loud boom boom sounds and yeah i don't I'm give sure a the shit the studio was already scared with the movie <laughs> just because it's not like you know typical blockbuster and they're not gonna they're afraid they're not gonna make money off of it i think that's like Villanueva's issue is yeah. like he makes these grand movies that are awesome but they're like slow burns and not yeah. studio pictures yeah yeah we're you know i i think they had already gone over budget so much that they were like with the johan one they're like this is a little like i think it didn't test well like with like having early like viewership of it like people were like the music's like really weird and like shit like that yeah. and that, to me that would be a good sign you know right, but. for sure <laughs> oh well that was what it is but yeah that, that would be an awesome kind of evolution for to hear that come to life um for sure you want let's talk some hoops man <laughs> yeah it's, yep. it's time your season it, starts in in two days i mean by the time this is out it'll be season time yeah yeah it's uh 20 22nd right yeah yeah so as we said you're a spurs fan how do you feel about the upcoming season uh i mean you know man people in san antonio are so like pouty about their shit like <laughs> won like five fucking rings and it's like a small market team or like yeah. that just doesn't ever happen like but you the, got lakers, the lakers are gonna win 20 championships the celtics <laughs> and because you know they have the like they have the means to do that i mean it's right. all like political you know in, in that sense but um Man, I I like the young core they have right now. Like, I think it's kind of exciting again. Like, there was kind of a couple seasons where it was just like felt like a lull, but um, yeah, they so well in the bubble with the they just kind of changed their style and kind of like started playing kind of more of like a run and gun style, mm -hmm. and they only lost like one game in the bubble. I mean, they almost made the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I love uh, Dejounte Murray. He's yo, he's, he's good energy. He's he's great, man. And defensively, man, that kid is he. He's got a he's got a good brain too. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So, yeah. Uh, have you seen uh, what DeRozan's looking like these days? <laughs> His hair yeah. is like out of control. I'm into that, like just Afro, like let it let it ride, like look, man. I, yeah. I'm into. Um, I mean, when you're fending off an intruder in your home, it changes you. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, wow. I heard that. Yeah. Man, that dude, um, <laughs> that dude has been through a lot. Yeah. Um, for sure. I, the, with all the Kawhi stuff and yeah, it's all, all that shit felt so bad for him. I mean, it was just like, what a mess. <laughs> I know, man. But yeah, um, and I, that whole that whole thing, you know, like people in San Antonio are still like butthurt about that. And yeah. I'm like, man, it's a business, dude. Like he, you know, like it's just not how it works anymore. Like you don't have Tim Duncan's, you don't have like, you don't have like Reggie Miller's, you don't have like you don't have players that stay on the same team for like 20 years. That's not yeah. like, I mean, Giannis just signed the, like, what is it? $238 million contract. Insane. So that's the closest thing. Like I, in, I even read a interesting article about how the bucks are kind of modeling after the kind of like 2000 era Spurs, which I mean, I, I think that's smart if they want to yeah. win, Championships and they're a really small market team. Like no one gives a fuck about Milwaukee, you know. They just need the coach. <laughs> yeah, they just need the coach, which is absurd. But you know, like, they, they've they've given Giannis several different coaches to try, and uh, it's kind yeah. of working lately. So hopefully that sticks. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, he's just. He's just the most athletic player I've ever seen. It is. It's, it's disgusting. Like he's, he's truly he's like one of a kind. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, wow. Some I of think the it's crazy too. Cause we see players like every year, there's someone who's like, like there's a guy, I, I forget his name, but he's, he's currently in high school. He's seven, two. And he's like, got like handles like a point guard. I, I, I've seen. I've seen some clips of that kid and yeah, I mean, people are already like lining up at his games and stuff. Like, like how, is, yeah. how are these like possible? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where it's like another, like, it'd be like another like Durant or something. Right. Cause like I, I see Durant is like a point guard center. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Just, like, Cause but then there's also not... like, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just saying like his height, Whatever they say, he's like yeah. six nine. Whatever, it's like no. Nah, he's like six eleven. Like, yeah, he's six eleven, seven foot. Like, because right. he like, slouches over. But like, please, man. Right. So and then there's there's guys like Thon Maker who I'm like, eh, that didn't really pan out. People thought he was gonna be insane. Yeah, I mean, man, kids are starting to play like at a much earlier age, and like yeah. the level competitive level has just gone through the roof you know right. i mean just i mean it, you know i mean kudos to adam silver i mean he <laughs> great job from the league i mean it's absolutely. got so you know definitely absolutely yeah absolutely like global i mean it's funny like uh you know we're on tour like in China a few years ago, maybe it was four years ago. So yeah, Kawhi Leonard was still on the team. But yeah, I'd have to wake up at like 7 a.m. to watch playoff games mm -hmm. in the hotel. But like we'd be in Shanghai and there'd be like 20 other like Chinese dudes in there, like super into it and like watching Dude, it. All. NBA is so huge in China. This is like pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all drinking beers and it's like so morning and i'm like it's just it was it was fun <laughs> for sure yeah that sounds incredible um as far as spurs what do you think of their rookie uh vassal vassell he's real yeah yeah no he's he's really good man and i one thing i do trust about uh their whole team and organization is their like front office like does not fuck around so like you know, when, when like, when they drafted Kawhi Leonard and had to trade George Hill, that was, like, huge controversy with that. People right. were, like, pissed. Like, they're like, who the fuck is this guy? He, like, played for, like, 
ago and people were like so mad about the George Hill thing. And there's always like, those players in the draft that's like they go late and and like you know Paul George and like guys who are like how did he get drafted so late? And it's just like yeah, it just happens. But I with the, I'm a Bulls fan, so I I'm really hyped about Patrick Williams this year because I I feel uh, like otherwise he would have been one of those guys and they're just like no we'll draft him where he should go yeah yeah no he's he's gonna be good i mean he's 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 been fun to watch he's he's already nba ready so yeah that'd be Um, i'm 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 stoked for the season for the bulls as well yeah I I, i think i think the bulls are uh gonna start like you know rebounding again like i think they're like kind of on the ups you know they've got some like good like young talent like yeah and people people poke fun but i i think they're uh they could they could like maybe make the playoffs this year i mean it's also the east but who knows but yeah i mean yeah like not to knock on the east and be like man the west is so but it is it's like it's so much more competitive yeah. this year so it's I, I think they legitimately have a chance to slide into the eighth spot for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you regardless, know, the Nets are disgusting. Yeah, it's just and then and like fucking James Harden wanting to go over there. I'm just like that's stupid. I mean, God, I I can't stand James Harden, dude. <laughs> I can't stand him. And dude, I think your beard my, rivals his, man. I think I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, the beard. Yeah. Whatever, bro. It's just because he's like, he's just a funky looking motherfucker without a beard. Is yeah, like yeah. why he's, dude. Gotta have the identity. But, but I mean, that well, with James Harden, like my absolute favorite Spurs memory is the block. Oh yeah. Old man, bald ass, thirty-seven-year-old Mono Ginobili blocks him from behind, and they lose again. <laughs> Incredible! I also love the yeah. uh, the the beef with Giannis. I can't describe how elated I was yeah. when that happened. <laughs> yeah, do you remember there was a couple years ago when uh, it was like a there's kind of a beef with Giannis and Harden, and, and when Giannis like passed the ball, <laughs> threw it right at Harden's face. Yeah, I I remember that. I I think he got fined, right? I don't know. It, it's certainly maybe, like, you can say all you want; it's not intentional, but it certainly seemed intentional. But I don't know. Yeah, uh, it 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 seems it seems like Harden like rub, rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Like, I mean, it's like okay, you want Chris Paul? Okay, cool. You want wrestle? Like, who do you want? And it's right. just like. So you got this dude that can score. He, I mean, he's fantastic at handling the ball. Like he can score creating, like no one else. Yeah, creating shots. I mean, that's great. But like, man, play some defense, dude. That shit <laughs> is embarrassing. Like I, the my, one of my favorite like basketball reels is him not playing defense. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Like I don't that on youtube but he's just kind of like he's always he's, he's like looking watching. around like he's like lost travolta in pulp fiction <laughs> yeah but i mean uh, incredible or i mean i i get it but like if he really goes to the nets man like yeah it's i mean i as I'm, i live like, in brooklyn now so like i'm i'm excited for the like the net season i i'd be totally fine if harden didn't come and it kind of does bum me out that i can't go to games but uh i'm i'm excited to see what the what the nets do with or without harden yeah i mean you know like as much as um as much as people like really knock on kyrie irving i kind of i kind of love that that dude is just like himself that he's saging before the game I was just about to say that he was saging the fucking court and like, um, real vibe. I'm not doing fantasy basketball this year. I did it last year and my team was called the flat earth society because I, he was my like number one draft pick. So I kind of, I kind of just like embrace his insanity and I, I, 
I really like watching him play. You know, like yeah. granted, I'm sure I'm sure he's difficult to get along with and yeah. In the I think he thing. and Katie complement each other really well. Yeah. They both they both have a chip on their shoulder, that's for sure. Yeah. And and uh I mean since they have they haven't played together really. I mean Katie was out all last year. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be exciting to watch. It's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. And I mean they're they're gonna be good. You know, it's just like how like how good, you know, right right away with like chemistry and all that. I mean mm-hmm. um Definitely. I mean that's a that's a powerful duo, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris, Christmas Day basketball well, is definitely one of my favorite things. I know they're playing the Celtics. Um, do you have a? Are you? Is there a game that day that you're looking forward to? Um, man, I I love seeing the Clippers play the Lakers just because it's just it's such a it's like it's so los angeles it's so over the top it's it's like almost like watching like a prize fight or something like clippers lakers are are the opening day game on christmas day lakers play mavs and the clippers play the nuggets Um, that's right that'll be a good opener for sure yeah and there's all the drama and man i I I'm not I'm not mad at him for leaving the Spurs. Like I I still like watching him play, man. I mean yeah. he's 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 a beat. Um I've never liked LeBron. I mean, I know that's a very Yeah, you're not a big Laker fan, huh? I fucking hate the Lakers, dude. <laughs> is there is there a source to this hatred? Just the Spurs in the two thousand having True. I love Kobe Bryant always respect his game but those 2000 era spurs like lakers games like i'm not gonna let that go Robert I mean, Ory. <laughs> yeah yeah there there were a couple of heartbreakers so i'm just like nah i'm good and definitely i can understand that it, it's just how they run their organization man it's just like i don't know it's kind of like how i'll always never fully liked the Celtics because I remember when Derek Rose was on the Bulls and they, they had they had some heated series and I just like I just don't like even though there's like no one from that team still there I'm just like yeah, I don't like the Celtics yeah uh, like with the was was that the big three era with like Garnett and Pierce yep. and Rondo right yeah yep. there was a They're thing like, where uh, I think it was Rondo shoved Kirk Heinrich into the scoreboard oh I I remember that happening and people get mad, but I would call them like the poor man's like bad boys. Like, yeah, I'm just, totally. I'm just like, they're like Garnett's an incredible hall of fame player. Like Rondo has his moments in the playoffs only. Yeah. <laughs> but they had, they had big said- baby Davis, like, yeah oh yeah yeah big baby davis getting like technicals every game and oh, shit yeah. and it's just like i was like man y'all i don't know it was a weird and team. pierce pierce is always a dirty ass player man i just i don't know i know i, I hear you so i <laughs> not my not my cup of tea i guess i don't know for sure um you got any like let's do some some predictions i guess who who do you think gonna take it this year i mean it's not even fair like for what <laughs> oh i mean the, the lakers are gonna win like it's yeah. just like who play against in the eastern conference finals like I, there's no doubt in my mind like i love that they were so good and then they still added marcus all and mantras harrell yeah like, they, i'm what? so Pointed with Mantra is going to their team, man, because like cashing in. He was he was on my um on my fantasy team. Like I drafted him and Bam uh out of bio, and people are all like, What are you doing? Because it was really <laughs> in the draft, and I'm like, You'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mantras and, did break out a little bit last year. I mean, sixth man of the year, dude. That's not mm-hmm. too bad. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, he's a great player in that. <laughs> so he's like coming off the bench for them, and they got like Marcus. He just like, wants his ring. That's it. I don't. Yeah, 
Because, I mean, he, if the Clippers get their shit together, which they won't, because, like, there's just, like, no chemistry on that team. It's just a bunch yeah, of yeah. individual players. Like, they're all just playing one-on-one against somebody. You know, it's like... Right. In fact, I feel like Pat Bev just ruins chemistry for everyone. Yeah, Patrick Beverly's on, like, Mars somewhere. Like, <laughs> even in like reality so like I, he's always like on the bench like yelling at players i feel like he even does it to his own team yeah where he's like instigating his own team like team members and shit like i've definitely seen that before where yeah. it's like dude you're kind of <laughs> like i know um lakers yeah I, I, there's not many not much competition like i would love to see a lakers nets finals i think i think that'll be a good matchup That'd be, that'd be a good matchup. I, I would like to see that because, like, I don't think the Celtics have a chance at all. I mean. Unless Tatum can take that step to be, like, all NBA first team, like, one of the best. I I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I don't think he had – he doesn't have that, like – I mean, I know people throw it around, but he doesn't have that, like, Mamba mentality to him. He's too soft. <laughs> yeah, I – I feel like some I, people I, will be like, don't, don't talk about him like that. Yeah, like I'm going to make people cry or something. <laughs> like, he have the same drive that, like, like Kobe, even Kawhi, because Kawhi started out as a defensive player only, and he's like, yeah. you know what, fuck that. I can, I can shoot. I can do this. And, like, yeah. there's, like, a – like, my, my favorite player of all time is Allen Iverson, and he, like, epitomized oh, yeah. that, like – he was just a fucking bulldog. Like Absolutely. Yeah, and those are the kind of players I respect. Like Tatum is naturally really gifted. I just I don't know if calling him soft is fair, but like I don't see him as like a grindum player necessarily. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But like him and Jalen Brown would definitely have to step up and become like like yeah first team second like they'd have to like even kemba put, they all have that they're like just like there's no one that's a clear number one there yeah man and i've been reading like other rumors about uh just speaking of the east with the sixers and like that whole mess um <laughs> I, I i always like that sixers team and i really hope they can pull it together i just don't i don't I think it's like yeah. the Timberwolves where they like they had their window and they already missed it. Yeah, with like Towns and like they had such a great team. Like yeah. I just they could just never click. It's like, is it the coaching? It, mm -hmm. Is it the players? Like because like Embiid when he isn't injured is a incredibly talented. Like talking about somebody that can't handle the ball and is like big like yeah. that dude has got handles and he's seven one or whatever you know it's mm -hmm. like but i mean dude they're like talking about trading like ben simmons for for harden for harden with like draft picks and shit i'm just like that would God, be the best the trade for the rockets for sure but i it's just like i don't think you should give up on simmons i think he's a great player no, no, yeah, he like he's a great passer, man. Um, I get he can't shoot, but like everyone else is chunking up like thirty foot three pointers anyway. Like, why do you need another doing that? Yeah, it's definitely. As fast as you can, like chunk a three pointer from like way behind the line. Like, great, like great playmaking there. Like, yeah. Definitely, man. I, I mean, I'm excited to see how the season plays out. I'm excited to see what kind of surprises there are. I mean, obviously, like, we all are in agreement, like, the Lakers are going to dominate. But yeah. I, there's always going to be someone that surprises you. Yeah, yeah, no, for for sure. Um, I I really was impressed with Utah. Yeah. Um, man, Donovan Mitchell. Utah and Denver, That that series is great. That was one of the best playoff series I had seen in a really long time. So like good. I yeah. enjoying that one. That was like man, seeing seeing them go like back and forth was yeah. seeing Jamal Murray kind of like turn into a star overnight. Yeah. Man, 
because you know in college like jamal murray was like the shit you, you just knew it was gonna happen at yeah. some point um but seeing them battle it out was was really cool um mm-hmm. they could be kind of a surprise team it's just like the west is so like yeah it, it is indeed the wild west out there oh yeah for sure and i mean luka donkage is just yeah I and they understand. got they got josh richardson which is a good teammate to have oh yeah yep uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting, man. I, I, I'm, I, I like the Mavs. I, I like Luca. I like, um, I mean, we'll see if Porzingis can stay healthy, but that's another yeah. thing to watch out. He's like Gordon Hayward, where he just gets right on the court and like breaks something. <laughs> so wait, he's gonna get a big contract then soon. <laughs> yeah, man, man, poor Gordon, dude. I feel so bad for that kid because like breaks his fucking finger in a preseason yeah. game the mass injury he was so good for the jazz i was like damn mm-hmm. dude like it is good well he got his money on the celtics and he just, just destroyed then, his foot yeah and then it's just like i don't it's just like when you're seen as that injury prone at that point yeah. it's like it's a bummer yeah i i don't know i mean Porzingis not as injury yeah, prone, yeah. but like you still never know with like the way he's like built and everything. But um, totally, I mean, speaking they, of the Hornets, um, Lamelo Ball, I hate to say it, it looks incredible. Yeah, no, like he he he's kind of a more like full packaged version of his brother. I feel like well. I've I've uh, I've seen a Jason Kidd comparison, and I'm like, that's not that shocking, actually. That sounds yeah. kind of right. We'll we'll see how he does in the regular season, because uh, yeah. uh, I mean, I've 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 heard a little, I've heard some like Steve Nash, Jason Kidd comparisons, and I'm like, you know, well, that that's like that that's some it's some lofty comparisons, but sure. I can I can see it for sure, and I mean, he's just starting out, so it's yeah. like. It's crazy just how good players are right out of the the gate, man. I mean, definitely, yeah. It's, it's more and more you see people make an impact right away, um, and it's sure. it's it's a new NBA. It's kind of awesome, though. Yeah, um, it, it's a little more frantic, but you yeah. know, I mean, kind of with the <laughs> just with with the times, I guess. I I definitely. I don't know. I'm looking forward to the season because, like. I don't have the pressure of being like, man, the Spurs have to make the play because they already, they already made that historic ass run. Yeah. Like, going to do that again? It's like, right? One, it's like, we, oh, good. Uh, had, sorry. Uh, we just had basketball like two months ago, but at the same yeah. time, the Bulls haven't played in like a year and a half, like what, like a long uh, ass time, you know? Yeah, I I was actually just talking to a friend of mine uh, from San Antonio, and we were just kind of talking about the upcoming season. And yeah, teams like the Bulls, you know, they've had so much time off now. Yeah, you know, like the advantage the Spurs had is like they barely didn't make it, but they still got like actual games in. Yeah, so they like, they have they have a little less rest than everyone else. Yeah, just but they're not drained. A little bit. Um, It'll be a yeah, fun season. Well, We'll see, man. Like I, you know, we'll uh, with DeRozan. I mean, you know, he should be able to do what he, whatever he needs to do, because like that shit wasn't fair for him to begin with. Yeah. Um, I still think he's a phenomenal player and like so underappreciated, man. He had a Definitely. great year. Barely even made the top one hundred Sports <laughs> Illustrated. He was like, he was eighty nine. Gotta prove him wrong. So, I'm like, I can think of, I can think of a lot of players ahead of him that should not be ahead of him. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say, man. For sure, that dude's footwork is impeccable, man. Um, yeah, but I, I would rather keep him in trade off Lamarcus Aldridge. Like, I love, I love Lamarcus's game, but He's it just isn't. He's 35. He he He's just Mr. Consistency fit. though. 
Yeah, and like the running gun game is not True. his. He's old style, school, man. Yeah, he's old school, and I love I love that, but it's just not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Definitely. I thought, Pirtle, the the younger dude that came with the Toronto trade, he's great, man, and he's mm-hmm. like twenty three old man he can just run with the rest of like the young bucks you know like i say play all the young kids and get them like get them seasoned and i don't know kind of have DeRozan kind of kind of play point a little bit you know like Mm -hmm. kind of kind of be a commander because i thought he did a great job like um his assist numbers were the highest they've ever been. And I thought he had a great season, man. I just think people, the whole Kawhi thing is just shadowed, yeah. shadowed. It's like, so not fair, man. <laughs> we'll see what another uh, full season does when that's not abbreviated by like stopping the season, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, bizarre cool, time man. to be. To I, uh, yeah. And I, I'm very excited for the season, but, and I think, uh, you know, as, as we wrap this up, um, I have one question I want to kind of throw at you. And it's something I kind of want to ask a bunch of people is what's your go-to NBA jam team? Oh, (laughs) it may have been a while since you played. Uh, I would always play the Pistons because I loved like, I loved playing Bill Lambeer and Isaiah Thomas and just like Ooh. beating people up. That's a good playing like, it more like size and speed. Yeah, and kind of playing it more like Double Dragon or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what I would do, except I would use uh, the Sonics and I would have Kemp and Peyton. Oh, dude, dude, Peyton is another just swiping nonstop with Gary Peyton. Dude, he's he's also in my top five, man. The glove. Yeah. He's Amazing. the great, like, defensive point guard of all time, man. That guy was relentless, dude. Yes. I love I love that Sonics team, even as a Bulls yeah. fan. And the whole OKC thing, like. Oh, God. That's a, yeah, that's a whole yeah. other thing. Not in, like, ho-dunk fucking Oklahoma, man. Please. Like. They'll get a was, team. I know they'll get a team again. The, 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 yeah, definitely get a team again, but, like so wild like durant and all it's just like (laughs) even westbrook was technically drafted by the sonics yep it's crazy that year that's when they changed it he's got like the sonics hat on and yeah and all that so it's like yeah Uh what what, and does it matter that they were in oklahoma city maybe a little bit i mean what what is there to do i mean i'm I'm not trying to talk (laughs) I like, like like when Joakim Noah was talking about Cleveland. He's like, "Do people go on vacation to Cleveland?" <laughs> no. Uh, and like, like <laughs> I I wonder why like LeBron left. Maybe it's because he's making like Space Jam two and is like living Honestly, up kinda, and probably so his son can go to high school at better high schools at a really nice high school because he's out in like Brentwood with all the other millionaires. So yeah, like. Yeah. Little bit different vibe from uh, Cleveland, <laughs> dude. We're gonna we're gonna get uh, LeBron and and LeBron Junior. Bronny in the league at the same time. It's gonna happen. I know. Yeah, his his son is good too. I mean, he's genetics and he's like, <laughs> and also just probably like a tough ass dad to have as like your like kind of coach, you know? Because totally. it's like, because like I've seen LeBron yell at J.R. Smith for like dribbling the ball the wrong way in a playoff <laughs> we will never forget that the infamous Tennessee moment where he yeah. went the wrong way <laughs> we don't we don't forget that i'm sure jr smith has already it, but. It, did J did jr sign with the team because the lakers released him no he's like the guy every year who gets signed like in the middle of the season when you need someone in the Kind of like a utility player that yeah. comes in every once in a while. It's like, who needs me? Who got hurt? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was surprised he like came to the Lakers. I'm just like, he's just kind of like LeBron's like little cheerleader or something. <laughs> like, you got to have the personality on a team. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, that dude, he's he's a wild one. He's he was he was great back in the day. It's just like, yeah, he's he's got his moments. Yeah, I mean, he, not the most consistent player ever, <laughs> but definitely made some crazy plays like back yeah. in the day. For sure. Who um, knows? But uh, I mean, Lakers are gonna win unless unless Anthony Davis break something yeah, yeah, you never know and <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be a good season to watch man um but dude yeah but uh thank you so much for coming on here dude this has been a lot of fun yeah thanks man appreciate it yeah it's uh it's fun to talk about basketball even though it's like weird that it's starting in like december yeah just well i'm at least happy that it's there's going to be christmas day basketball because like that's that's a tradition i don't want to break yeah yeah because i'm just like i don't want i'm not going to do anything else like you know drink some like boozy ass eggnog and like watch (laughs) about like 10 in the morning until like nighttime it's the dream (laughs) yeah it's what it's all about so i'm 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 glad that's still happening that was a that was a very smart marketing move <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, man. Thanks again for joining this. Uh it's been yeah. fun talking. If for yeah, anyone th- listening, yeah. definitely. For anyone listening, check him out. Uh he's on Instagram at Christopher Royal King. Uh check out Symbol. Um, and you got plenty of other projects coming out that you'll I'm sure you'll keep <laughs> us up, up to yeah. date on. Um, but yeah, man, uh good luck with the podcast coming up. Like I love I love the idea because like I never get to talk about sports in like music interviews because people are like, I don't like sports and like exactly. kind of wanted me for shit. I'm just like <laughs> just it's just mindless entertainment. Like you have your like Netflix shit like shit. Totally. Like there's no difference. Just let me have this. The people who have <laughs> who come together and have this this the crossover that's there's there's a niche there and and there's a lot of solace in, in the people i meet who who share that oh there's definitely a lot of people to tour with that are like obsessed with basketball and i i love i love touring with people like that because i got something to talk about all the time oh yeah <laughs> definitely all right man well th- thanks again for joining dude and uh it's been a pleasure yeah thanks so much